Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Jedi Order podcast. Today we are joined by rock radio DJ Matt Hayday and music publicist legend Emma Van Dytes from Publicity City PR. Today's an episode I really enjoyed recording because we are talking about Star Wars toys, the toys that made us, nicking that tagline from the Netflix show. We dive into the history of Star Wars toys, why we love Star Wars toys, and what toys we have now, and what toys we have before. So without further ado, here is the next episode of Jedi Order Podcast. I have Matt and Emma on the line. How are you guys doing? Good, good. I am one with the force, and the force <laughs> is with me. You're such a fucking nerd. Wait, can we swear on this? <laughs> you can, and uh, it's, it's fine. And you've done it in the first ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's a, that's a very um, suiting intro for us. Yeah, a little bit. Particularly with a potty mouth. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> and that sums up quarantine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just lucky you haven't got Harris here because every other word is a swear word yeah, true. on our podcast with him. Well, that would make my editing life uh, a lot harder, so I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got in touch with you guys and you got back to me and decided that you would like to talk about the wonderful world of Star Wars toys. And it's something that I kind of thought about, I was like, I don't think I've ever collected Star Wars toys. And then I went through the amount of Star Wars toys I had and thought, <laughs> this is probably more than average for someone who's 33. So <laughs> maybe I do collect Star Wars toys and 75% of them are in boxes. So <laughs> <laughs> for you guys, like individually, kind of one by one, where did kind of your first Star Wars toys memories come from and is it something that came before the films uh in kind of terms because i discovered star wars toys from hand-me-downs before i properly became a star wars fan or was it something that you found the films first and then went into the toys for me um it was it was the movies first and then the toys i i um i was born in 1978 so, like, when Star Wars first came out and exploded, I was a baby, and it wasn't until a few years later, it was on TV, I think. It took a, a long time for films to get, get on, like, regular TV back in them days. Um, so the olden days. I remember Star Wars <laughs> was on TV, and it was a big thing. Like, the whole, the whole family was super excited about it. It was over Christmas, of course. And like everyone was like, it's like Star Wars is on at four o'clock and everyone's like gathered around a TV and, and like, this is it. This is the thing. This is the thing that we should all be really excited about. So, uh, yeah, I watched it on TV, the first movie, um, and was just blown away with it. Like 
on first viewing was just mesmerized. I, 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 the one thing that really stuck out in my mind was the uh, was Luke and Leia like um, flying over the cab, the, the swinging, um, over, swinging the over the the uh, chasm with the stormtroopers chasing after him, and that image like just wanted me to pretend I was in a space adventure from that point on <laughs> every time I played outside. So um, there was that, and shortly after that. Um, we watched Empire Strikes Back on VHS. And then shortly after that, Return of the Jedi came out of the cinema. And uh, my dad took us there. Um, I had a fight with my brother, actually, because he wanted to go and see Octopussy because it came out the same <laughs> same week. And, and I was like, I was like, not having any of it. So I, I might have thrown a little bit of a, um, a hissy fit in the, in the cinema and, and won that one. <laughs> So I go see myself some Ewoks. So is that when you started like getting the? And then, yeah, once I, I can't. I think it was after I'd seen all three films. I just I, and I saw an advert like it was before the movie actually, mm-hmm. like a toy advert, very well placed. Uh, and then and then that was it. I just, I just wanted to I wanted to have all the toys and and uh, a lot of my friends who are a similar age were just discovering Star Wars for the first time around then as well, especially because Return of the Jedi just came out in the cinema and um, it was the biggest thing in the world yeah. to, to, to any sort of five-year-old kid uh, at that point. So every, me and all my friends, my brother, it was not, it was Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. You know, so we're, we're just obsessed with it. We play it in the playgrounds, pretend we were the characters. And then after school, we'd go around each other's houses with a plastic bag full of action figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take your figures over to their house and add them to their figures and then have more adventures and battles. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a very uh, social thing. Like everyone in the neighbourhood who had their, their Star Wars collection. And I suppose also by, by the time you were into it and return of the jedi obviously star wars toys had been in full kind of Mm. production since 78 really so they had already done two they were on their third line of course with return jedi so you you weren't one of those kids that had to originally wait around and post off a uh for like a collection yeah (laughs) no i know i never did that and i unlike um Every every birthday and Christmas, all I ever asked any of my family for was Star Wars stuff, like figures. Like I didn't care which ones. Like if I got one that I already had, then I would just, just take it to a mate's house and see what they had. So um, yeah, but I had quite a collection. In in my mind, I thought I had all of them, but like years later, like looking at the full collection again, there was loads that I was missing, and I just used to like go around a friend's house that did have that particular figure and <laughs> play with it. Yeah. Um, was it the same for you, Em? Would it, is that something around the same time you kind of yeah. discovered the films first and then went yeah. from there? Yeah, very similar. Um, I was about, I think I was about six. Um, sorry, the dog's making a weird noise. So I'm sorry if that comes to anything. He's, he's asleep. Dreaming. He's asleep and he's dreaming. So he's like barking in his... <laughs> It's okay. Uh, it's the it's the second dreaming dog we've had on this one, so it's really? fine. There you go. It, just, it just sounds like a like a dreaming Wookie in the background. Yeah. So it's, it's exactly. Um, yeah, I just I was about six or so when I sort of uh, got into it, and it was it was on Empire. 
that I sort of I'd seen Star Wars already and then Empire Strikes Back that was when like because my dad was super into it my dad loved like science fiction and uh, and things like that so I sort of watched it with him and I was like she's really cool like you know thinking Princess Leia was like the best and it was a, a really similar situation for me that it was like you know I, I had various figures I didn't have a lot but my friends had tons um because for me at the around the kind of a similarish time like well maybe a little later maybe like 85 86 yeah 85 probably I was got I got really into um Thundercats and uh Masters of the Universe when I you know when I was about sort of the same age sort of like six six ish something like that so that was that was what I spent my pocket money on was mm. was He Man and and uh, yeah. and the uh, the Masters of the Universe stuff, and it was a similar situation. But I used to get all the bad guys because all my friends had all the good guys. <laughs> so I think I kind of set the tone for myself. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> as a young child, that I was always on the dark side, you know. So and I still have my original Darth Vader. He's pretty bad, and uh, <laughs> you know he's, he's seen a few <laughs> battles by. I still have him, which is great. But uh, and my Thundercats and a couple of my original He-Man toys, but not nowhere near any of the the vast quantities I had of of that. I mean, like Masters of the Universe, I had everything. Thundercats, I had everything. You know, all the just all the the vehicles, the castles, the cat's lair, the bloody <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Like you know, had it all. So, but um, yeah, Star Wars was just like. I liked the toys, but it was more about the movies for me. Um, That's where kind of Star Wars um, was kind of different in the terms of toys because they were the first people, because films didn't usually spur toy lines mm -hmm. back then, and it was the TV shows. So stuff like Thundercats and Masters of the Universe, stuff that also probably had way more lead time for all these toy productions because they, mm. they talk about at the beginning of Star Wars, uh, they only had six months from the film coming out to starting to Kenner to start to put all these ideas together. And a lot of TV shows plan toy lines two years ahead yeah. of yeah. these things hitting production. So stuff like Masters and um, Thundercats. Yeah, they had the toys ready before they even started drawing yeah. the cartoons. <laughs> yeah. So that was very much my world. But then yeah. we used to kind of cross everything, you know. So like Luke Skywalker would come and hang out with Mum Ra and, you know, like we would kind of put all the toys together and everyone would would play you know with whoever they felt like <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a crossover that we never knew we wanted yeah right <laughs> let's make it happen <laughs> Thund Thundercats with with the sword against the lightsaber it's what it's what we all now need in life exactly make it I'm, i bet it exists somewhere somewhere on the internet there's there's a fight with lion owen Darth Vader. When when I was a kid, the, the He-Man and the the Thundercats ones, because they were a similar size, they yeah. go well together. Yeah, yeah. But the, it just made all the Star Wars look like dwarfs. Yes, they were really small. <laughs> but uh, Star Wars and G.I. Joe were the two that used to fight it out in my block. What about you, Ben? For me, it was kind of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Like oh, yeah. when I when I was younger, those those toys were the ones that just I had everything. They were I, huge. I, I, lo I love those for the amount of weapons you used to get with each figure. Yeah. The, 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 the turtles, yeah, you had, you had flying stars, nunchucks, yeah. you did it. Sort what of those things called that Donatello had with the 
the little dagger things with the fork thing. You know I what I mean? I never remember. Oh, what it, Raphael, you mean? Was it Raphael? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had the fork things, the yeah. side. Donatello had the stick, didn't it? Or the star. Donatello oh, yeah, that's stick. right. But like the, the figures themselves came with like a, a whole rack of a range of weapons on, on like one brown plastic <laughs> like <laughs> thing inside the insert inside the, the thing. So it was it was brilliant. You had your own arsenal. Yeah, and then with the Star Wars toys, it was like if you fucking lost the lightsaber, like that was it. And that's it, here, you get one weapon. One one and one that, go at and that'd it. be gone. In a couple you know, of weeks, and, and the fucking dog eat it, or you forget which one goes with which character, or you just wouldn't care. Yeah. And I found they didn't even um, they didn't hold the blasters well either. So there's no. so many times that you would just the blasters, I would lose them. Just you just abandon the them and just just pretend that they've got guns in their hands as they hold the empty hand up at the other character. <laughs> pew, pew. Pew. <laughs> so you started on Ninja Turtles. I started on Ninja Turtles, but my Star Wars kind of toys started before i was a fan of the films and not so much it just wasn't because i wasn't a fan of films i just hadn't really discovered them yet yeah. and i got them as hand-me-downs yeah. i remember of um it was through one of my mum's friends the kids had obviously grown up mm-hmm. and they one day they just and i didn't even know what these things were they just handed over this massive box of toys which included like a millennium falcon it included the um uh it yeah. included the and snow the yeah the attack the snow speeder yeah. um the rebels what was it the big rebel ship which was oh. it had loads of oh, components the, in it the transport carrier. the transport yeah. Yeah, yeah it opened up and it was like a carrier ca- carry case for all your figures yeah the carry yeah. case exactly <laughs> like those different figures and that's how they gave all the figures to me so i opened i didn't oh, even oh that's so cool and i opened it up like a week later i always (laughs) open it up because i didn't realize it came apart and you had this big black like turning handle on the top of it and i was kind of holding that and playing playing around with it like flying and then it popped open and fell on the floor and i just remember all of these figures just came out of nowhere (laughs) and my mind was like what have i done and (laughs) it makes Please tell me you still have all of those. So, unfortunately... It's all subject, I'm guessing. When I was like, I think I was about 18, 19 at mm-hmm. university and needing some cash. And I think it was when eBay was first being like a boom of eBay and everybody was interested in that. I sell, sold the figures in a bulk. Didn't like, didn't even think about it. I regret it more than I think regret anything in my life. Mm-hmm. It had everything, you know, Chewbacca, Han, C-3PO, a whole load of different droids, but all they were all from, you know, the 78, 79, 80s like vintage range. But I didn't sell, and I'm so thankful, I didn't sell any of the ships. Right, cool. So I still have the Millennium Falcon, and uh, I still have the Snowspeeder, and I still have the Rebels ship as well. Awesome. So those, and then when I realized, when I became more and more of a fan, those have been protected items since then. Yeah, you're like, fucking don't yeah. even look at it. Yeah, but I, <laughs> that, that, was, that was how I discovered Star Wars more. It was through the toys. Right. I went to see the re-release when it was in 1997 or 98, mm-hmm. I think, when they did it a couple of years before. Yeah. 97, yeah. Yeah, and then I was a prequels kid. That's the whole fanfare 
of that, that's when Star Wars became a thing for me, was episode, was Phantom Menace. Right, okay. And that's kind of, it, it went on from there, and it's obviously gone from strength to strength since then. But that's how I discovered the toys. And mm. uh, I really, really wish I hadn't sold them all in bulk. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully they gave someone else joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My relationship with the toys has evolved over the years. That um, I had those original ones and had them for a long time, and they were my prized possessions. And one one day when I was about twelve years old, twelve or thirteen, it was like summer holidays, and I, I went looking for um, my toys because I hadn't had them out for a long time, and I uh, always used to keep them in this huge, big cardboard box that was uh, in the cupboard under the stairs. And uh, I went looking for them, and I couldn't. I, they went in there. I couldn't find them. I even like uh, attempted to get up to the loft to have a look up there. I couldn't find them up there. When my dad came home from work and said, "Like, Dad, you said my Star Wars toys. I can't find them." And he was his response was, "But you don't play with them anymore." And okay. I'm like, "Well, I want to get them out now." And he's like, "Ah, oh. he's like, I thought you'd, I thought you'd like grown out and all that." And he had sold all of them in one big go at a car boot sale. Oh, my gosh. The whole lot of 20 quid. Wow. Yeah. And, and didn't even didn't, didn't even tell it. He just wow. sold a bunch of stuff at a car boot sale one weekend <clears throat> that he'd gone to, and um, that was a monk still. But did that, did that kind of reignite it then in you? Well, well it... it, it, it it scarred me for quite a while. I think it still has. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've gotten I've gotten over it now. But by, I like to bring it up every so often at a family dinner just to wind my dad up because <laughs> he feels so guilty about it. <laughs> but um, uh, I can't remember if he actually gave me the twenty quid. I think I insisted that he gave me the twenty quid as well. <laughs> but uh, when they started bringing out the the newer figures, obviously when they did a special edition. And in the 90s, they, they, they brought out another range of figures, the Power of the Force, uh, where it's the second Power of the Force figures, because I, I'll come back to the original ones. But um, so I started like grabbing any Star Wars toys that I could, because then I was in my um, late 20s. teens, early 20s. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I got a job, I was still at home, not paying rent, so I had a bit of disposable income. <laughs> Those remember what that was <laughs> so uh uh so yeah I, I just snap up any star wars stuff that i could because so for years they didn't make any star wars stuff like the from from about 1985 to 1995 there was nothing you couldn't get anything star wars star wars had just like faded out um so it was another boom they started making micro machines toys got all of those, um, so I got all of those, and, and uh, yeah, these figures just kept coming and coming and coming. They brought out wave after wave after wave, and it was like just getting ridiculous. I had a room in my house that was just all the walls were just covered in figures um, of the newer ones, and uh, yeah, I just ran out of room to put them and run out of money to be able to buy them as well. So I, I packed these things away, and uh, they they kind of went into storage up in my loft. And recently, and like last year. I found I found them all out again and f- forgot I had half of them, which was great because we needed money for the wedding yeah. <laughs> at that yeah. point because we, we got married yeah. last year, so we needed to get some money together. So that was great. But I was very much like 
don't sell it if you if you yeah. really love it. Like you know. But, um, I can't. What we decided to do was to keep like a specific character and just sort of collect that one character now. So we kept the Princess Layers, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So so we've 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 got a, a whole range of Princess Layer figures upstairs, all on the wall together. And we're, we're sort of gradually like buying all the different variations of that uh, that one character because <laughs> you can't buy every Star Wars toy. It's just ridiculous now. I'm like, um, you can. <laughs> you can if you, <laughs> if you don't have anything like, in your, else in your house yeah. other than Ask Star Wars. Mark Hamill, like you know. Like, oh yeah, Mark Hamill's got, he's got it. All, he's got it all. Yeah. I wonder if he if he still gets everything. Yeah. Is he, well, is he a big that, collector then of just? No, that was his deal. Yeah, Stuff. I don't know. Didn't his, he get his one deal, of his deal was um, that he would get one of every piece of Star Wars merchandise that is made. Which back in the seventies, he thought, "Oh, that would be cool, just to have like one of each of those things in that that movie that I made once." But of course, they just keep coming. So like every week, there's just like there's like <laughs> truckloads. Turning up at his house of all the new Star Wars yeah. merch because it's it's a lifetime but contract. He's got warehouses he and shit, hasn't he? For, for all of it. Oh yeah, I'm sure he gives a lot of it away as yeah. well for charity and yeah. stuff. But, um, but yeah, but we still have quite quite a bit in terms of like. We've get, yeah, we've got we've got bits and pieces that we've kept as well because we we have a lot of nerdy like stuff in our house, toys and collectible things and bits of art as well like yeah but i think a lot of people our age do though yeah because it's that sort of and i think it kind of goes back to when we were kids and we collected all these toys and our fucking parents got rid of them or whatever like like matt was saying you know you know and you were saying about you know selling yours and i think you kind of get to that thing where you kind of reminisce about all that stuff that was super cool and you want it all again, so you start collecting it all again, and like because you got money, you're like, okay, I'm gonna buy that again, you know. A friend of mine just bought like the Tie Fighter pilot helmet. Did he? Did I buy that one, or what did he buy? No, was he it? Bought, oh, no, he it was, the, a, a it was rebel, the Rebel helmet, wasn't it? A rebel yeah. Alliance. Yeah, oh, I thought it was the helmet. Yeah, and it was like a hundred quid, and he bought it when he was drunk, <laughs> but he was like, I'm fucking keeping it. <laughs> I get, you know. So I think that's you know, there's a there's a certain demographic where if you went into the most of their houses, there's going to be some kind of collection of something mm-hmm. like whether it's star Wars or, you know, you know, teenage mutant ninja turtles or whatever. Like there's, there's some kind of fan collector hoarder type mentality. Cause it's like, this is mine. Don't fucking touch it. Don't sell it. Get your hands off it kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's what my problem was is that so much of my shit got, sold or lost in moves or whatever that when I got to a certain age and I was on I was I mean I was working at Warner Brothers when I was 16 so I I had cash then you know and good money too so I was just going out buying everything like yeah. in, in with that with the reissues in like the 97 time frame like you know I was like 19 almost 20 yeah yeah you know, and, and it wasn't just figures; it was like no, statues yeah. and, and busts and things. <laughs> yeah, know, it was really like all cool, kinds of cool stuff. stuff that just didn't exist before and yeah. looks super cool on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. the difference now that we kind of we got older, 
and yeah. we got jobs and we started earning money. So now we make the decisions to, to what toys we get. Yeah. And that's where purchases like that happen. Like I paid a hundred dollars to build an R2 unit um at Galaxy's Edge yeah. because I can. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm very proud of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. but that's that I did exactly the same thing in terms of I hadn't bought any Star Wars toys for a very long time. And I was at Comic-Con and no, it wasn't at Comic-Con. It was a celebration, Star Wars Celebration Europe mm -hmm. that happened at the Excel Center in London. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was there for the day, just wandering around. This was the second day, just looking at things. And of course, always at those things, I take wads of cash just in case places don't have card machines and it's hard to get cow. I don't want to queue and all that stuff. And I ended up in the like Forbidden Planet area where they had wall to wall of all the latest Black Series figures. Yeah. That just kind of being released. And I was I was thinking about going home and I was just looking at all of these figures. It's like I could probably um, maybe I'll buy one. Maybe, you know, buy a couple of let me let me see. There was like a limited edition Kylo Ren. So I was like, I'll, I'll buy that. That'd be pretty cool. I like all the stuff. I like the box and everything it comes with. Yeah. 20 minutes later, 25 Black Series figures later. Oh. And I put a whole entire hoard. Because <laughs> I got how much cash. I just had a bunch of cash. And I was like, you know what? I can afford another two. And then I went <laughs> hunting around for the figures I liked. So I come up, came out with Django Fett with uh, old Han Solo, young Han Solo, like Finn with Stormtrooper outfit, Finn without Stormtrooper. <laughs> and, all, and all this and kind of got home and was like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. In a, a great way. afternoon. <laughs> but when I say it's all about the hunt as well, it's like find, finding that, that really cool one that you hadn't seen before. Like, you know, uh, with, the, with the layers, like uh, once we decided we were going to, get the layers um we start putting them up on the wall well it's because like, i had i had a few layers already yeah that's and right, then yeah. and then when carrie died um i was in la and um i was going to I was going to the cinema to see something and it was the day she died and i went into some shop fucking random shop in la like a sweet shop or something and they had like some you know when you have that bargain bargain of toys and she was sitting on the top <laughs> and I just went and like picked it up and I was like I'm buying you because it's the day you know and I was just like yeah. and then kind of from then it was just like oh I like that princess Leia toy I like that princess Leia toy and then my birthday this year Matt bought me this really rad like um 12 inch giant size. giant size you know version of it and then but by that point, we'd already gone. I was like, I think I'm going to just start collecting Leia dolls. Like, you know, if I see a, a Leia one, then I'll, I'll pick it up. And then we kind of had the few. And then the other night we were like, we should just go online and see what else there is. And then mm. within about four days, I think you had about 50 packages come through the door. <laughs> a bit of <laughs> an like, over-exaggeration. No, no, no. But, well, yeah, we... we... At least we're 20. But, like, you, you, it sets you off on that on that hunt. Like, you, you know, you got... A try and find every every one that you can and um every different variation and try and find it at the cheapest price as well that's always fun on ebay yeah. it's like hunting for the for the for the the best bargain on the one that you want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love going through the filters and trying to 
go low to high. Um, when back in the day when eBay first started, my obsession was finding things that people hadn't bid on. Because when it first started, if you put a spelling mistake in your description of it and didn't realize that you put a spelling mistake in there, if people searched with the correct spelling for that item, they wouldn't find it. So I would I would go on eBay and write Star Wars in as many different varia misspelled variations as I could, and I'd find stuff that nobody else had found or was looking at or bidding on and then get it at a super cheap price because nobody else was bidding for it. And then I'd, I'd get that, and that was always a that was always a great thing. And I'd, I'd, I'd buy stuff and then sell it again if I already had it or if I didn't really want it, but I knew that I could get good amount of money for it by putting a correct description of it. And, and then it, and then it, you get like 20 people bidding for it, fighting over it, you know? I love you. But you can't do that now <laughs> on, on eBay because um, it corrects your spelling every time you try, try to put something in. It, know, it knows what you're looking for, even if you spelled it wrong. Because um, of you. Yeah, but, yeah, because, because of, of me. <laughs> but um but you can play around with the filters and and um find the, the the cheapest price one for the one that you are looking for and uh find out what other people are selling it for as well how how high they go mm -hmm. how low they go when you're selling things as well yeah what were we looking at yesterday um, we were looking at the the really the super rare one. Oh, the super rare ones yeah 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 so um the with the, with the Star Wars, the original Kenner figures as well, because it's my dream. I've, ne I've never, I've, there was there was a point where I tried to collect some of the original Kenner figures, but they're, yeah. they're, um, I've, I've, I've had points where like I've needed money and I've, I've ended up selling them. But it's my dream one day to have one of each of all the original ones and have them all like suspended in a frame like they are on the back of the cards and on the original ones. So they're like, they're all sort of like in the same order with a little description underneath them of who the character is, you know, it just like is on the back of the cards. Um, but um, uh, certain figures are harder to get hold of than others. The ones that are the rarest of all of those original ones were the last ones that they uh, released, the Power of the Force figures. And this was like, so they brought out a range for Star Wars. They brought out the same range again for Empire Strikes Back, plus a whole bunch of new ones. And then they brought out the same range again of both of those for Return of the Jedi, plus the new Return of the mm -hmm. Jedi ones. So they remade those three waves um, like over and over again. This, is, this is where you got the like Luke Skywalkers with the different color hair and stuff like that when yeah, they came out for the second, third yeah. time. Slight, slight variations, but those or each of those three waves are the, the most common ones. And then there was a wave after Return of the Jedi um, called The Power of the Force. And because the movies were done, they were finished, people weren't interested in these anymore. Like they'd moved on. Like people were buying uh, like Master of the Universe, whatever mm. was huge then, you know, Transformers and stuff. Star Wars kind of faded out. So that last range, they... They made like one wave of them and then they never released any more of those. So there's less of those than there are of any of the other figures. And so, some of those figures are the coolest ones of all because you've got like the R2-D2 with the pop-up lightsaber. The R2-D2 pops out his head. Or um, uh, Hans, Han Solo and Carbonite. 
um, uh, Luke Skywalker in Stormtrooper disguises, the little helmet that comes off. Yeah, that's cool. As, as well. Those, those ones um, go for quite a bit of money, but there is one figure in that range that was, I believe, only released in Canada and Australia, and it's called Yak Face. And um, the plan was that they would hold on to the release of this figure so it would be a mail-away one for when they did the next range after this one. But because yeah. the next range never came, um, they, they like, did away with that idea. So they only did it in Canada? Yeah, so they, for some reason, they Australia. released it in Australia and Canada, but never anywhere else. Um, so those yak face figures go from anywhere between, like, 150 quid for a loose one to one on a card for two thousand pounds you know <laughs> is that something you think about now or maybe before but do you think about the value when you're collecting now well i'll always try and get it at the cheapest price i'll, I'll shop around and I'll, I'll try i'll try and get a bargain but uh, but i do yeah keep an eye on this on those prices, you know, um, and if I do ever win the lottery one day, that's a, that'd be the first thing I do is, is collect <laughs> every single one. I don't even care if they're if they're car if they're not carded if they're loose ones, but I just want one of each. <laughs> that's all. That's all I care about. That I have one of each of, of, of all of them, and then I can finally, can finally, yeah. you know, forgive your dad. <laughs> well, do you think do you think those vintage kind of the Kenner lines that went from 78 to the mid 80s mm. do you think they're going to always continually grow in value or do you think there's going to be a point where they're going to drop off and start depreciating due to the huge quantity quantity that's now come since oh, yeah there there, there is because for example there was I mean, back in the 90s, I remember there was like a, a comic book shop. I can't remember the name of it, but it was in Reading. And that was the only place I knew of at the time where you could buy like old Star Wars figures um, other than at finding them randomly at car boot sales. Um, and they were they were selling them for like 10 quid, a loose figure or something like that. But now you can pick up loose figures for, you know, like, three to five pounds something like that on online uh, or if they're in really good condition they they go for more um and like you say yeah uh, as people have as they become in massive demand as star wars has become more and more popular than ever before um then everyone is selling them if they have got one they are selling them. So, yeah, the value does mm. kind of fluctuate. But at the, at the moment, you can pick up the most of them for quite quite cheap. It's just some of the rarer ones and the ones in really good condition that cost a lot more to get hold of. Yeah, I guess also now with, like, with the new movies too, mm. like, you know, we haven't got any of those. Like, no. Like, I'm not, no. I think, well, and I think, again, it comes to, like, you know the generation that you are a star wars fan of like where you are like the prequels um that was your entry point mm. ours was the og you know and as much as i like a couple of the new films 
we're not going to get into that discussion. We won't go there. <laughs> beer all night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not as I'm not invested any in any of the characters from the new films. Like I don't, I, I kind of mm. don't care about them. You know. Yeah. Um, whereas Jimmy Han Solo find... all day long, you know. But this this is where you find a lot of collectors' interest is born from the nostalgic feeling you had as yeah. your younger self experiencing Star yeah. Wars or whatever that thing is. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. So exactly. you always gravitate towards those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we like. I like BB-8. Well, yeah. we've got Harley a few of the new sort of stuff, but she's she even she likes the older Star Wars stuff than the new stuff. But I think that's, that's just the way I've indoctrinated her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she she's... she's ended up getting a lot of my like nineties Star Wars stuff, uh, all my micro machine stuff, which I held on to for years, and is actually still worthless. <laughs> like you you try and sell this stuff online, it's a, it's like not worth anything. But I give it to Harley, and it's like the greatest thing in the world. You know, one of them is like a, a stormtrooper helmet that you you it opens up and it's got playset inside of Hoth. Um oh no sorry it's not the stormtrooper one it's um it's Luke Skywalker Skywalker's with his like rebel helmet on like he's rides flies a, a snow speeder in so it opens up his face opens up and inside is a playset of Hoth with um an atat and it has like this little pulley lever on it you pull it back and then a mm -hmm. A, a snow speeder spins round and round its legs and then it topples over. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> and it blew Harley's mind. And I was like, I was like, that is you can have all of these. Because like the just the reaction on her face yeah. is like, oh, that's the best thing in the world ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. That just blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. So she's discovering all these toys and, and it, it's just like sparking her imagination as well. She has these little adventures of she's she has those micro machines toys playing with the her Star Wars Lego toys as well. Yeah, we're lucky that she yeah. actually genuinely loves Star Wars. So, mm. you know, even though, you know, I know you can kind of influence your kids as, you know, to a certain extent, mm. but like she genuinely loves it. Like she took the other day, she, yeah, the other day <laughs> she, uh, you know, because we've had her here for the, for the, uh, quarantine and what have you and um, I was like what movie would you like to watch and she's like uh, A New Hope I was like good girl <laughs> and yeah. like no like you know and she'll tell you who all the background characters are oh god she, <laughs> she knows every droid like every every single droid she's like, she'll be like see that one there and I'm like yeah she's like that's an R5 droid I'm like <laughs> well I'm glad that you know that like you know it's <clears throat> it's mental and we were do, we were doing a, a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle the other day, and it was like a I don't know, thousand piece puzzle or something like that. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember. It's a pretty big puzzle and it's really complicated. And it's of all the like OG Star Wars toys. Um yeah. the figures, yeah. The figures, yeah. And um I showed her the front of the box and I was like, Can you tell me who all these people are? And she's like, Yeah, easy. And she's like, Lando, Luke, Leia. Huh. Like she just like you know you know Rancor, Rancor, Guard. Guard. Like you know she's just like you know just just knew it. Um, so you know very much a proud parent moment for sure. Yeah, good girl. Yeah, especially <laughs> with knowing all those uh, vintage names. Oh yeah. 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 Is there then if you're now is there I don't suppose do you still have vintage toys? 
a few. Yeah, a few we, yeah. we, we, we've got a few select figures up. We, we've, we've got um, like toy cabinets upstairs with some of everything of everything that we've we've loved over our, our, over the years. So we've got Thundercats in there. We've got the Masters Universe. We've got some Star Wars. We've got some uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I've got like because I was really into cause and well I still am like yeah. cause and sneakers and kubrick's toys so i have like cause bear bricks mm-hmm. and futuro bear bricks and things like because i love graffiti and, and what have you like from from the sort of early 2000s um and then there's like i really love a japanese uh anime character called devil man and i have quite a few devil man toys and then we've got the Battle of the Planets, Battle of the Planets as well, because that was actually my kind of entry point into cartoons was Battle of the Planets. Yeah, like I was absolutely obsessed with that as a as a young kid. So we've got Gremlins, we've got yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff, Ghostbusters, yeah, got <laughs> Robotech, all the goods, yeah, Robotech. <laughs> like that was another thing that I loved as well. Like I've always loved space cartoons. If I think about like the things that I was obsessed with yeah. to start with was Robotech and um, Battle of the Planets. They were my first two. And then it was Masters of the Universe, Thundercats, you know, so it was all very, you know, sci-fi. In the same world. Yeah. Mm. In this, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would kind of be the, the toy from, like, talking from the first few lines of Kenner up until, like, the mid-'80s, not the one that you own now, but if you just, if you were allowed to pick kind of one character maybe in one transport ship or anything from that range what what would be your go-to well my f- absolute favorite figure and i can't really put my finger on why was the princess leia in in bounty hunter disguise so it had a little rubber helmet that you could take on and off mm-hmm. and um the stuff. I don't think it had a thermal detonator. The later ones had thermal detonators in as well. But the, but there was just something about that figure which was super cool, and the fact that she was in disguise as well. I loved, I loved figures that were that had helmets that came on and off. It was like they could be two different Ta-da. characters, and you, it just <laughs> it just gave you more sort of like play value out of them as well. I, I, and I liked like taking that helmet and popping it on other characters. <laughs> <It's just laughs> But that was uh, that was my absolute favourite figure, and of course, oh, I want to say the Millennium Falcon. But now I think about it, I remember the year because my brother had the Millennium Falcon one year for his birthday, and I was super jealous of him. But obviously, we played with it together. But that Christmas afterwards, I got the Atat for Christmas, and he was so jealous that I got the Atat, and and I, and I was like. This is way better than a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. It's just massive. Yeah. You can put all your figures inside it. <laughs> and it makes shooting sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the, the Atat. That would be the one that I yeah. would want. Was... Let's get on eBay later and have to get an Atat. and see what's going on. Oh, yeah. you know, Dr. Yeah, Dre's just paid me so uh, <laughs> <my survival. laughs> I was going to say, check your bank balance. First, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no, no. Right now, we're holding on to every penny. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, can, we can still window shop. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll find a deal. Can we make a deal? <laughs> what if about anyone... you, Em? Would there be like a figure? 
that you would, if you were allowed to pick a figure from the vintage Kenner sets, that you would kind of want in your collection? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked I still have my Darth Vader. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm all right with that because that's my boy, you know. Yeah, maybe an OG Leia would be cool. I think that would be pretty rad or an R2. Yeah. I love R2-D2. So um, nope. I have a Beastie, I have a, um, a Star Wars Beastie Boys mashup tattoo. So I got the droids drawn like hip hop characters. So they're called the Beastie Droids. And uh, so, so I've got uh, R2-D2 is like a Krylon spray can. And then um, C-3PO is dressed like LL Cool J with a Kangol hat and a chain. And then um, and BB-8 is, he's got a, um, what has BB-8 got on? I can't remember. I can't remember what's on, on the back of your leg. Oh, well, he has like a base, a backwards baseball cap on. And then he, it says MCA on his, on like, on his uh, <laughs> summit, like tagged. <clears throat> and I got it done on May 4th, which is actually the day that MCA passed. Adam, yeah. Wow. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do a Beastie Boys Star Wars mashup. And I ended up actually breaking uh, my tattoo artist, uh, Josh Peacock, who's phenomenal. I accidentally broke his hand while he was doing R2D2 because <laughs> my it's on the back of my calf and I kept like kicking out. And I, he was like hitting a nerve or something, like involuntary kick. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't control it. And he'd sort of had a little fall earlier on in the day when he was skateboarding and hurt his hand anyway. But he was doing R2 and I kicked and it just kind of knocked it just some kind of weird way. And I actually broke his hand and he couldn't tattoo for months afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> I still to this day feel fucking terrible about it. But he was like, it's actually the best thing that ever happened to me because it get you know gave me a chance to reassess everything. But we still have to finish it because around all of it, it's supposed to say intergalactic planetary, like right. in like kind of constellations, like kind of around the back of it. But like, I think he might have to knock me out to do it, you know? <laughs> you know? So yeah. you don't break another hand. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But yeah, I love the droids. I think, you know, I, I love, I love Leia and I love Vader, but I think the droids are, are my favorites, mm. like R2 especially. Something really cool that they've started doing in the last year or so is they brought out the original figures they've re-released the original figures in packaging that looks like the original packaging as mm. well and it has a big sticker on it that says retro collection oh, which yeah. kind of ruins the <laughs> the effect but we, we got the princess leia one yeah. of, one of those picked up in a what was Amsterdam. It? no no in america it was in mm -hmm. um target in america oh, i remember yeah for like for like four dollars yeah <laughs> that's amazing and it looks exactly like the original yeah it's so cool so. yeah we have quite a, quite a few star wars bits but like i have um other than that we have a lot of the 12 inch doll we matt does has mm. a lot of the 12 inch <clears throat> dolls which are really yeah, cool and i'd quite like great. to i quite like to pad out that collection actually yeah yeah, yeah. um and um i have like two tapestries on the wall which are from Japan. So they look, they, they're like kind of like Japanese scrolls. One of them is like C3PO and R2D2. And C3PO has like a, like a parasol, like a, like a Japanese parasol. And there's like cherry blossoms all over the floor. Um, and the other one is Darth Vader looking out over like a, like a Japanese bridge. And there's like a temple in the background and stuff like that. They're like, there's really cool, like long scrolls. 
Wow. Um, we even uh, have a Star Wars bed sheets. We have Star Wars bed sheets <laughs> for when we're, you know, in the mood for some role play. Uh, I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but we have, um, we have this blanket that goes over our bed that is a tarot card. And it says the lovers, and it's Luke and Leia, uh, Luke and Leia, <laughs> Han and Leia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, until they found out, <laughs> until they found out that little bit of information. But um, yeah, so Han and Leia um, on it, and um, I have a Riker. Um, as a graffiti artist called Riker, who's great, and he he did this kind of take on the Warhol double vision piece. And, you know, that he did with Elvis Presley in the cowboy suit, but he did it with Han Solo. So I have that, and um, it's got diamond dust on it, and it's it's super cool. So maybe we've got some really cool little things. Obviously, we went to um, Galaxy's Edge and um, picked up a few bits. Like Matt has the dice in his car. The Millennium Falcon dice. The Millennium Falcon <laughs> dice. And we've got the, the Coke um, grenades. Did you see those when you went? Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, so we've got one of each of those we've got diet coke coke and sprite and uh yeah we're just bits you know there's like you know kind of everywhere you look in our house there's something star wars like there's chewy over there and like i love chewbacca as well the millennium falcon rug millennium falcon rug we we've have got a death star rug in another room yeah, as well. underneath our dining room table <laughs> if i hold this up come with me and then i'll show you look oh. There it is, the Millennium Falcon rug. Yeah, it's rad. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, there's there's bits everywhere. <laughs> well, that's the thing now. It's because the merchandise side of things mm. is three, four times more successful than the film side. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. not like the film side is not making money because they're still raking in the billions at the box Absolutely. office. Yeah, yeah. But the toy side, uh, very much, it, which turned Kenner originally into one of the biggest toy companies in the US at the time. And I think I, I looked it up earlier. They were 20 to $40 million worth of toy sales a year, mm, continuously from 78 through to 85. Yeah. Like they didn't even dip at any point in time during three, that time. So. Three. Three quarters of a billion action figures they sold in that yeah. period. Three quarters of a billion. <laughs> so like, which means there's a lot of there's three quarters of a billion toys still out there. Yeah. I mean, you think when you think about, it, I mean, you know, bar the ones that were destroyed and thrown in the bin, but like you think about the volume of Star Wars toys there are in the world. Mm-hmm. Like you can always buy one from somewhere, you know. That's the thing, people. I feel sometimes get people get that misconception that the vintage Kenner mm. lines are yeah, really hard rare. to come by when they're actually not because there yeah. were so many made. And like you said, they were just then put out again for the M- Empire Strikes Back and put out again for Return of the Jedi and then put out again after that had all finished. So in some cases, there might be even more than them coverage of those OG characters than there are any of the prequels or the sequels. Yeah. yeah sorry, what about yeah. you? What would you want to own? If I I love the when Kenner were running out of uh, ideas, not running out of ideas, but running out of content. They did that line of mini rigs. Yeah. So they pretty much when they didn't have anything else that they could make, they yeah. went and created oh. their own 
Star Wars like line vehicles line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, yeah. created like I don't know anywhere between eight to fifteen yeah. of these Star Wars yeah. um, vehicles that were never in any of the films. They weren't in any of the films uh, or, or comics or anything. They just made them up. And they were weird as fuck. I had a whole bunch of those. They were, they were great. There's, there's one that looks like a orange coffin with guns on the side <laughs> that just fits one figure in standing up, and then the, the door closes on them. And there's a little like panel on the front they can see out of. But there's like guns on the side that raise raise up like robot arms. It's <laughs> really weird. And they, there was like a, a mini. It was almost like a, a, a mini X-wing. But without the four wings, it was it was the same colours. But it, again, it just it was just big enough to put one figure in. <laughs> yeah, and they also created this one which kind of looks like um, Luke's speeder, mm. but then they added on the bottom of it these two gigantic tires, and <laughs> so it, it looked like a mini monster truck. And you could yeah. fit two figures in the top with a gun. And then if you pushed it down, the tires separated and went in front of and behind. Yeah. And you let it go and it jumped. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it just jumped up in the air. Didn't yeah, go anywhere. It jumped up, in, up, the up in the air. <laughs> and that was its main point of action. <laughs> it pushed it down and it just jumped forward everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So fun. I, I love that. Um, I, I, I've just. Because we got Disney Plus recently, I, I um, watched uh, Star Wars Rebels because um, I I'd never had the the, the time or because uh, I never because I think they only ever released it on um, like the Disney Channel before. Mm-hmm. Um, so Star Wars Rebels is the new TV yeah. series that they an animated TV series. So um, I've been watching my way through that, and they have been using loads of concepts like like that um the the made up vehicles and one of them is um imperial tra- uh imperial prisoner transport which which is this 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 speeder which has all these compartments down the side that you put your figures in as if like they're they're trapped prisoners that they take off somewhere and this again wasn't in the movies or anything the, the comics nothing but they released this toy um, and it's it's like one of the original, the, the first wave of toys that they ever brought out as well. And they've put it in the TV series. They've actually like made it a real thing in this new TV series. And they've been making characters and uh, species of aliens um, from like old Ralph Macquarie concept drawings. So like you see like the really old concept drawing for C-3PO. It looks completely different to how he ended yeah. up. But now they've made that a character, that that same person, a character as as somebody else, like a different type of droid in this series as well. Really fun. You know everything. Yeah. (laughs) That's one thing I thought of, of that particular um, toy that I was just, that mini rig that we were talking about. Um, when I saw the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker and Mm -hmm. they had that, the Stormtroopers had that, vehicle that launched them oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's the first thing i thought of i was like i wonder if they got yeah, it It looks from... like one of those it yeah. looks like mini rigs <laughs> where the only purpose was to shoot stuff up in the air oh and um, in um the mandalorian have you seen all of the man you must have done yeah yeah um in the mandalorian that that big cannon with the three the three tripod legs on it 
that was a, a, an original Kenner toy, like that that big that big gun. So like they're working this stuff back into it, all the new stuff, and uh, and it's you know it's there for the original fans. Mm. So when you see it, you're like oh shit. <laughs> It's a great reference point to draw from because there must be so much stuff that they can just pull from either from toy lines or from yeah. background scenes or from original sketches and ideas that haven't been explored before. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of... One of the things I also love, I absolutely love droids. Like, I feel if I was going to start collecting again, I would just collect droids. Yeah. Droids, yeah, yeah. And I was talking about, I've, I've never actually searched for this, which I kind of should have just before we started this chat. But my, one of my favourite droids of all time is the Gatekeeper droid from Return of the Jedi. And you see it again in The Mandalorian when, yeah. you know, when C-3PO yeah. goes up to and knocks on the door and he pops his eye out and you just yeah. hear talk and I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I actually found out it's got, it's, a, it's called TT8L. Y7 gatekeeper droid Has they ever... and it's actually just it looks kind of like a an IKEA lamp but I was I was I was, I was wishing they put out a whole range just on that yeah. <laughs> what's the little one that I like that I make the noise all the time do do oh the the, the mouse droid yeah. the mouse droid <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I do it to MJ I don't know why when I'm like You're running around, around after him I'm like do do ticket <laughs> you can buy those now remote controlled <laughs> what there's yeah, little, there's little you can't buy now like especially since it's our anniversary soon just saying I mean not until October but you know we didn't even mention our Ewok oh yeah we've got an Ewok too forgot about that we've got like a let me go and get him almost like a how like tall a it? size? pretty much yeah um, it's actually a Halloween candy, like, statue, and it right. stands at the front door like this with a bowl, so you can, like, you can put, you can put... <laughs> now that's pretty awesome. Oh, right. That's, that's, ex that's really good detail as well. Yeah, and we put, like, you know, we put all the, it's right by the door, so we put, like, dog leads and things in it so that they're easy to... To get, but I, I used to uh, take the piss out of Harris. You know Harris. <laughs> you know Harris, obviously. Um, and uh, I used to say that the that he looked like an Ewok. <laughs> he does because he's got uh, Harris he's has got, got a, a gap. gap too. He's got a little gap between his teeth, yeah. just like Wicket. Yeah, stuff and bits. It's kind of nuts actually when you think about how much shit we have. Yeah, that's what yeah. I did when I was um, just before coming on here to chat to you guys. I was. I just looked around my room and realized, oh, actually, I've got a toy there boxed and I've got a toy there and I've got my Mickey Mouse uh, in an X-Wing pilot uniform. <laughs> and I think I've got that Luke toy that you mentioned in the Stormtrooper outfit with the hat that oh, comes cool. off. Yeah. And I can't even remember where I got that from. Yeah. Because I know I've just had it for years. But yeah, it's something I think we must go. Do you go through points where you you become active really active in looking and hunting again and then points where you kind of forget about it like you said you go up to your loft and you've just re you rediscovered a whole bunch again yeah um well like 
like um like i mentioned where i found that stuff up in my loft um i yeah i have a whole bunch of stuff in my um in a garage as well mm. i'll go rooting around for something else in there and then i'll find that box of all the star wars stuff again and go oh wow yeah i forgot about this and then like an hour later Em's like, where are, are you are still you? in the garage? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just playing um, with my Star Wars yeah. toys. But I, I, find, <laughs> I find stuff in there and I'm like, oh, wow, I've been holding on to this for years. I'm just going to give it to Harley. And like, I give it to her and it's, it's like fucking the joy on her face <laughs> every time I give her one of these new, yeah. one of these old Star Wars toys that she's never seen before. But like, you know, it just blows her mind. Yeah, we're it's about so to actually go through our garage you know, while we're still in quarantine, we might as well. I mean, it's pretty orderly anyway, but we haven't really gone through the garage since our wedding. So, and we kind of, we built all the props and stuff for our wedding party and kept them all in the garage. So we've still got a bunch of shit to mm. break down and get rid of and sell and stuff because we, we had a Back to the Future themed wedding party we could, in London. So We could do a whole other podcast about that. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> we went mental. all out. For the future party. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, we need to go through stuff and go through the boxes and see what see what's lurking because I feel like we're gonna uncover some gems some gems in yeah. in oh, various boxes, you know. I've got I've got the um the R two D two Xbox. Um Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> the R two D two Xbox Xbox. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what they called it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to remember which Xbox it is. What was the one before the Xbox? Yeah, it was a 360. Yeah. And it's um it's done out like R2D2 with a controller that looks like C3PO with the wireless wires on his belly as well. It's gold, it's shiny. Yeah, it's golden shiny. Oh, yes. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. But we don't have, I told you our neighbor had all those Xbox I know, but games I, the other day. I, I, I don't, like, don't want them and you like There's them. so many other things that I that I have to do in this house. So, and play old video games. I know. It's still cool. It's still cool though. It is cool. I mean, you but, said I've spent in this uh, quarantine time. Um, my girlfriend for Christmas got me the mini because you know they do the mini consoles now. Yeah, yeah. So she got me the mini Mega Drive. Yeah. Which you just it just takes you immediately back to your first days of playing game consoles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mega um, Mega Drive was my console. Like yeah. When I was a teenager, it was like that was my favorite thing in the yeah, world. Yeah. My friends had a few of my friends had um, Super Nintendo, so like if I wanted to play Mario Kart, I'd go around a friend's house uh, or uh, what were they old? A Star Fox and uh, yeah. Street Fighter, you know. So we now we've got one of those Nintendo Super Nintendo consoles that like you've got with all the games built into it, and it's like at last. I have all these games in my own home. <laughs> um, I was actually Been playing with Farley. <laughs> yeah, I was actually looking at um, there's a there's a company in Wales, and I think they're called Bit Arcade, um, that make you know proper size um, like video game consoles. So like you can you know like as if you were going to the arcade, the yeah. uprights that have like you know, two, three, four thousand, whatever, five thousand games that built into it, you know, as mm. a what are those things called? Emulator. Emulate like an yeah. emulator. Yeah. Um, but you can have the outside of it like kind of decorated however you want. And I was looking at getting us one, but get a Star Wars one. Um and um but I was like, where the hell will we put it? 
you know, I was just kind of looking at the house thinking like, where would it fit? Mess up just right there. <laughs> just, um, just over there. Just yeah. over there, guys. So, you know, once maybe once this is all calmed down and we have expendable cash, then maybe we'll do that because that'd be fun. Like like I kind of want to turn the garage into a games room. Yeah. Um, but we have to like actually we could do that now while we're fucking sitting around doing nothing. We, we need to like that. varnish the floor. We got we got um, a basketball game in there, you know. Yeah. You know, like when you go to the arcade and there's like a basketball hoop and you have yeah, to, that's side by side and you have to like throw as many in as you can. Yeah, we've, we've got, got one of those. We've got the one garage. of those in the garage. <laughs> that was that was one of my go tos. It was the basketball oh. game and it was the game, the episode one, the oh god, the racing game. It's just pod racing. Pod, pod racing game. Yeah. Yeah, blew my mind how good that was. Yeah, good. Well, back back when we were younger, the oh, the Star Wars pinball machine. Oh, that's the fucking. That's best. a dream. The best. That one and the Adams, Adams family, family pinball machine. Those two are the absolute best ones that they yeah. that I have ever seen, and I've, I've spent hours on those pinball machines. If I ever find an arcade with one of those, you know, I'll just. Dump all my, whatever, whatever cash I got on me, I'll dump all of it. <laughs> yeah, I was in um, Sacramento recently, and they have a there's an arcade there called. Um, oh, now I'm gonna forget what it's called. It's called like Four Quarters, or I think it's called Four Quarters, and it's a barcade basically, and, um, and it's in this like cool part of town where they're all the like the restaurants and venue venues are, and. Um, I went in there and just like it's fantastic. They had all these old arcade games, and then all along the back wall, it was just pinball machines. And um, on the Sunday, it was um, free pinball on the Sunday, so you could awesome. just go and play games. You didn't have to put any mm-hmm. money in. It was I was in there probably a good three hours. <laughs> it was awesome, pinball. and you can like order pizza and drinks and stuff while you're just standing there, like you know, music's playing and just play. It's ah oh, man, it's yeah. so fun. That would be a dream thing for me to have uh, a Star Wars pinball. I would like a Star Wars pinball machine and a Jurassic Park pinball machine. Yeah, I, mm. I got a new fascination from them last year because um, some of the GNR guys are absolutely massive pinball fans, um, and one of them manages a big collector of pinball oh. machines. Mm-hmm. But he was telling me about how there's one particular one where you, the ball drops down to a different level. So the lights go out on the top and then lights come below and yeah. the surface layer like is under, under a layer of glass. Under a layer of yeah, glass, which you, pin, yeah, which you thought thing. obviously was just the normal um, <laughs> game that you were playing on. But then there's a whole different level below and you have to play that to get the ball back up. Oh, that's cool. Again. And I was, it was absolutely blowing my mind. But And then, of course, I looked more into pinball machines and the designs that they have nowadays are just out of this world so expensive not cheap at all uh, my friend uh johnny who owns johnny cupcakes a clothing brand he in his old house used to have in his basement it was a games room and he had a whole bunch of pinball machines and he had the nightmare on elm street one and i don't like freddy krueger as it is but i was like i'm gonna play this <laughs> <laughs> and like the friggin' hand comes out, and like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> but he had that, he had the Adams family one, he had a whole bunch of like cool stuff. And he had that, he had a Street Fighter uh, game, he had the Simpsons, and he had um, what's that game where there's like you roll a ball, and then there's like the, the circles that get bigger and bigger, and you have to get 
you want to roll the ball to get it. You want to try and get it in the middle to score the most points. So I know, I know exactly. Ball, 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 that's it. Yeah. Ski ball, right? Yeah. yeah they play chasing Amy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he has two ski ball machines. He had like a sit down tabletop, um, you know, like Pac Man. Uh, he had this huge screen and he had every console there, like set up, ready to go, and these huge couches. And it's fucking awesome. It was so cool. I'm so, I was really sad when he sold that house and everything in it. Um, but he was like, yeah, kind of. I need to I need to buy a different house and I'm gonna I'm gonna have kids and uh, you know I need to do this. I was like, you're a fucking idiot, please don't sell all of this stuff. And now he's like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't sold all that stuff. I'm like, I kind of told you. I told you. Always regret it. Always yeah. regret it. Yeah, especially pinball machines. Oh my god. I'd really love a pinball machine. I think I might save up. We haven't got a wedding to pay for this year, so yeah. you know. Most most people <laughs> stop buying like star wars toys when they have kids and they think they need to grow up but i just carried on buying them for my kid yeah <laughs> it gives you a whole new excuse <laughs> yeah exactly that's right oh star wars lego is, oh, man. Uh, there's a brilliant excuse to uh to to buy lego in my 30s <laughs> it was um my, my daughter loved um star wars she she liked star wars from a very early age and like she'd see the, the the Star Wars Lego sets in the in the store, and would want them, but she didn't. She couldn't follow the instructions. Like um, she was she was like four or five at the time. Um, so I'd buy them, and I'd put them together for her. <laughs> I'd build for them, her. and then yeah. she she'd play she'd play with them like we. Um, we got the 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 Jabba the Hutt set the, with um, Jabba's palace, and it's got like the Rancor pit with the Rancor underneath and everything. <laughs> it's so cool. And uh, she, yeah, so I build it for her, and then she she play with it all day. And then at the end of the day, she'd go to bed, and like bits of it had like fallen apart, and sort of, or it had just completely just been dismantled altogether. So I'd take it all apart and then build it again. <laughs> So she's got it ready to play with again the next day. <laughs> uh, but then, then she, as she got older, she she uh, started uh, being able to build them herself, and I have to like watch her with, yeah, <laughs> with, try, with try jealousy. Try to not get involved. <laughs> just let jealousy her do it. Just let her, like, like, uh, just, do you need just... a bit of a hand with that? No, I'm fine. Go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it at my own pace. Yeah. That's right. Just let me do it, Daddy. I actually <laughs> saw, funny you're saying Lego, because I saw they announced today, because I was thinking, I don't own any Star Wars Lego. Hmm. But, and just as I thought that, and my phone read my mind, like our phones do these days, popped up a post on Instagram, on Lego's Instagram, that they've announced the Star Wars busts of boba fett and stormtrooper so you can now buy full-scale oh, helmets oh. in lego oh which really... I, I was like okay and take my money oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we might need to look into that <laughs> yeah we did want to get the um the millennium Falcon. Oh, no, no the, death, the star. death star the death star one's great yeah but the um the imperial um the why is my brain going? Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer. Thank you. Yeah. That is like 
epic, but it's, is it five grand? No, no about two grand. No, two grand, yeah. Like the, 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 the big the detail. The big boy, yeah. yeah. But like uh, Winston from Parkway has it. <laughs> and he's just been sitting in his office just putting it together. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> during yeah. all of this. Like he's another person that you should maybe speak to because he's a massive Star Wars fan. <laughs> if he's got that, he must be because yeah. I can't even imagine just the build hours alone yeah. to yeah. put that together. Yeah. Yeah, and I said to him, I was like, you have a system, right? Like, you put all the colours in bowls and all that kind of stuff. He's like, oh, no. no. He's like, no, no, no. Just, I just pour it out, and then I just find it. He just he opens up every opens bag, a bag just, and just no. it all into one big yeah. pile, and then he just, and just goes through it. I just scratch around. And, and <laughs> yeah, and like my OCD mind is like, no. I think that would just melt my mind. I wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> no. I struggle enough when you just go packet by packet. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, but he just pulls it all out and just goes, oh, look at it. There's that bit there. Like, <laughs> just like, I can't do it. I can't. So, uh, yeah, no, funny. The funny. Death Star seems to be the one which has captured the most of people's imagination from what Lego have created. Yeah, because it's got because... all the different rooms and um, uh, it has so many figures that come with it as well. Um, I do still want to get like, a couple of TIE Fighters and X-Wings and hang them up from the ceiling. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But you'd have to glue them. You know, Star Wars Lego um, holds its value better than gold. Really? Yeah, because each kit is a limited edition kit. Every Lego kit is limited edition. But Star Wars obviously has the collectible element that, you know, um, the that all Star Wars fans seem to <laughs> have the bug for. So, um, yeah, that, 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 if you buy a, a Star Wars kit when it comes out and hold on to it in its box, it will it'll be guaranteed to double its value within five years and go, only go up. The, the value will only go up. I'll be on eBay after this, just to yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. do you think, you, you saying kind of, you lean towards the vintage stuff. You haven't been really collecting any of the toys that have come from the new films, but do you think with stuff like Mandalorian, mm-hmm. when they fully more expand in the Obi-Wan series, do you think that might bring you back to buying more new Star Wars? No, because there's just so much of it. I would uh, like a uh, child, you know, it, a baby Yoda. Yeah, they've got the talking ones, haven't they? Yeah, I don't want talking ones. I just want like, <laughs> like animated ones. One that can uh, hang out with my grandma. Um, we'll probably get. It wouldn't become a collect a collection again. We'll just get bits and bobs that we we like uh, the look of that we think will look cool around our house. But mm. as far as collecting goes, we're just going to stick to those layers and maybe some of the 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 twelve inch dolls to go with the ones I've already got. Yeah, but yeah, you can go crazy i've got friends their whole houses are just full of star wars stuff and uh, it never ends for them they, they bring out a whole new range of, of of 30 figures in one go and they're like oh god yeah. <laughs> bill from mastodon has a has a star wars room in his house a whole room yeah. Is it yeah. is it just toys or is that another kind of just collection of star no. wars mainly toys mainly toys and they're all just like up on the wall like 
it's like wallpaper mental and he's got like you know all the ships hanging from the ceiling and it's pretty fucking cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean i know it's something that even kenner would have realized uh, back in the day but i feel very much now especially when the black series first came out it's very much there are creations for collectors Mm. Yeah. Rather than just the toy element of this being something that a child wants to play with. Now there's that version and then there's a heightened version. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 The real detailed one that had uh has the 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 thermal detonator that um is has all the detail around 360 degrees. (laughs) You know, with a switch on the top that you can move. But they still won't take it out of the box. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, that's what happened with my uh, with the black series that I bought. Yeah, I of course had them all in boxes at one point, and then it was just one day. It's like, what what am I doing? Come on! <laughs> you open them up. I open them all up. <gasps> open them all up. To be fair, I open them all up apart from the the limited edition Kylo one. Right which comes with like a lot of extra pieces or almost like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style where it actually comes with like 10 other things as well as the figure. Um, but do you find with the, are you saying about the 12 inch figures, are those something that you find are more in like a limited variety? Do, um, yeah. They seem yeah to and it's hard many? to find them in good condition as well. The, they, I mean, the great thing about those, I mean, it's almost like, you know, you know, people who collect dolls, like, you know, the, the freaky like old old dolls and oh, things. Right. they appreciate them because of the detail that the 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 way that the clothes are made as well <laughs> on the on these on the star wars 12 inch ones like the jackets are like got really good stitching on them and the detail yeah. is is you know it it looks like something out of the movie it's like, they're so cool <laughs> you know what i used to do <laughs> i had a few of those 12 inch um figures when i was a kid and I got into, I didn't like Barbie, right? Like, like Barbies weren't a thing to me, but Rockstar Barbie came out and the Gem and the Holograms figures came out. And I had to have all of those because I like I wanted to be in a band or whatever, right? So I had like the fucking little tour bus thing and like the band and stuff. And then like <laughs> Gem and the Holograms used to go and hang out with like Luke <laughs> Skywalker and <laughs> Han <laughs> Solo, they were like their boyfriends. Gem <laughs> <laughs> and Han. Uh, I was confused. I don't know. <laughs> the girl fun. before Leia. Yeah, right. Yeah, Gem and the holograms. But uh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, I'll share a memory. This is one of my one of my earliest memories, one of my favorite ever memories. You know, like, well, M, M will remember this. Maybe not so much you, but. In the um, the days when they sold the original Kenner ones in the stores, mm-hmm. you'd go into a toy shop and there'd be a wall of figures. Yeah. Uh, it's almost it would almost it would be like as <laughs> from floor to ceiling. Okay. It would seem, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, just nothing but Star Wars figures, and they'd all be there, and they'd all they'd never put them on the the same rung as the same figure. You had to like hunt through them to find the ones you like look behind, yeah, and, and stuff like that. So um, in my local Tesco, um, they had like a whole like aisle of Star Wars stuff, um, and it was it was great. Like every time you go shopping, I'd go shopping with my mum, 
um, she'd leave me in the toy department and go off and do the shopping, <laughs> which I'm thinking back is like really irresponsible. My but, dad did but, the same and thing. And they, they like fuck off for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I just spend that whole hour in looking, looking yeah. at that whole Star Wars aisle, and, you know, the others as well. But um, there was, uh, and they did this a lot in, when Star Wars was huge. They would have Darth Vader, like for one day only, come to visit your local, like Tesco or toy <laughs> right. store or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd be posters everywhere and all the kids would turn up obviously and this this one day um Darth Vader was coming to visit and the kids were all down there and they were all like like excited and then Darth Vader appeared from like one of the, the back rooms and just walked out like in full costume like looking just like Darth Vader and all the kids ran and hid down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like peering around the corner and he'd walk up and down all the toy aisles and every time he walked a corner all the kids would like run around to the next aisle and like peek around the corner <laughs> and that's that's one of my favorite memories oh, sort of running away from running away from it was so funny <laughs> a perfect toy culture kind of memory is there something if you kind of if you guys got given um the the reins for kind of a day to make a star wars figure or a star wars um ship or transporter is there anything particular that that you might think of that you haven't got or you haven't seen you think would be really cool if they did either in detail or old school kenner style well the thing is is like they they did already make the, the coolest ships um i always wanted an a-wing fighter which said they they didn't make they they made a figure an A wing pilot but they never brought out the the uh, the actual ship okay. so uh, I I always wondered why I, uh, I never had a ship for my A wing fighter pilot mm. <laughs> but it wasn't one of my favorite um my favorite uh, vehicles I mean Slave One um, Boba yeah. Fett that was that was one of my favorite vehicles um, you know it'd be kind of cool if you could have a like a bike right that but the slave one was built on the front of the bike so that when you were riding the bike it looked like you were just <laughs> like, oh yeah that'd be yeah. kind of rad yeah that would be rad you just stick over <laughs> the top of a bmx or something you know like and you just like <laughs> cruise down the road that'd be kind of that'd be kind of fun i'd like that yeah. i also there's this thing that i'd fucking I really wish that I'd bought, and I think I need to go on the internet and try and find it, but it's a sleeping bag, and it's a tauntaun, tauntaun, however oh, you right, pronounce yeah, it. Oh, climb it inside. And, and, yeah, and, like, you open, you open up the zip, and on the inside, it looks like guts. Oh. And, you in and you sleep in it. And then, like, the head's the pillow, you know? But it's it was a kid size one, and I just didn't, I was like, oh, it's going to be too small for me. Now I'm like, shit, man, I should, I should have just bought that. Harley would totally sleep in that. I know. I think I would sleep in that somehow. <laughs> like even if it just came up to my knees. <laughs> you? I can't. I wish. I don't think they've done this. But I mean, they might have. There's a lot of toys that have been done now. But I wish they could release a Death Star toy that you could then remove a section of it, so it becomes the Death Star after A New Hope. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So you could find that you had the full thing and then there could be a clip or something and you could remove it and you could have the two versions of the Death Star. Yeah. yeah. I, again, another early memory 
that I've just I just thought of actually that I haven't thought of for years. When I was in um, primary school, it might even have been in yeah, it was nursery school even. Every Friday, we at the end of the day, we had a class where we 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 had to some sort of exercise to do maths or, or or something like that. And the first person to finish theirs would get to choose a toy from the toy box to play with for the rest of the, the afternoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, the most prized toy in the toy box was this cardboard Death Star. And, that was, and it had these cardboard sections. You put them all together and it had different layers. It was kind of like the what what the um the lego death star is with all the different rooms but it was yeah. made out of cardboard and i only and and that was the thing that everyone wanted so everyone would like try and finish their work as quick as they could so they could be the first person to get to the box and get that star that star was um death star and put it together and they had a few figures as well to put in it but i i don't i've never seen that anywhere else other than in my school in my play school I, I'm going to have to look that up. I just thought of that, you know, because it was it was such a prized a prized possession of the of the school for like everyone who wanted to play with it, you know, who fight over it. <laughs> I always loved one of the things I loved the most um, when I was younger and playing with the um, Star Wars toys was the sets when you got like a scene almost. Mm. I always remember my friend had the Ewok village. Oh, the Ewok village was dope. And it was, it absolutely, I just, yeah, was every single time I went over there. And was, it's it's that, all I wanted to play with. Yeah. I was like, can we get the Ewok village out? Can we get the Ewok village out? <laughs> because I just loved, like, immersing yourself in some way <laughs> in the story have, when have, you had these mini sets. Have you watched the, the, the toys that made us? Yes. Um yeah, there's a, there's a bit in that about it that blew my mind. That like the guys who designs the toy of the of um, the Ewok village, uh, the, he went out like every lunch break looking for sticks on his lunch break and then bringing them back to his office and actually like made the Ewok village out of sticks and then made a mold out of that. So that's why the Ewok village is so detailed. It looks like actual actual sticks, like, like it's put together out of logs, but they were actual that's sticks cool. that he found outside the Kenner building. <laughs> yeah, I always remember it's one of, you know, everyone has those friends uh, who get everything. And it was it was one of those friends. So you went over to their house, and it's just like, well, I mean, what toy do you want to play with? Because I have everything <laughs> I've ever asked for, and I'm like there with my ten beaten up Star Wars <laughs> characters, going, well, this is what I've got. So <laughs> not beaten up, loved, loved, well played with, it's loved, well loved. Yeah, it's great. I used to bury my figures. I used to used to throw things at them. I used to draw. I used to yeah, drop the Falcon onto the other ships that had the snow speeder and smash them together all the time. Just oh, because, yeah, absolutely. It was even. It was even better when pieces just fl- flung off them. Other <laughs> <laughs> than thinking about, oh, this. Is, oh, you're breaking. I was thinking, well, that looks cool. It looks yeah. like a real crash. There was a. 
where I used to live as a kid, there was like this um, housing estate and then there was like this wasteland, this area of wasteland where we'd go and take all our figures and like pretend that we were like in indoor forest and like amongst all of the overgrown <laughs> plants the and things. And we'd, we'd like, we'd like go down there with our toys and we sometimes we find action figures we'd lost weeks oh, before. <laughs> like it was yeah, always, it was always like a, you know, a, a, a a joyous occasion when we'd be like, oh, look, there's Neat Num. I found it. I found it. <laughs> That's so good. I always remember in my um, in my school, they used to have the big sandboxes that you were allowed to go and play in, um, which were they were, I remember they were like chest height. You're allowed to go and play in if you finished all your work. And they always had buried kind of Star Wars figures, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures, all, all the kind of just buried in the sand. You'll be like, what? I found another <laughs> one here. <laughs> just like digging through after the end of every play session. Oh, man. We, um, did you go to um, the secret cinema, Star Wars? I didn't, know. Oh, fuck, mm. it was so rad. But I, I, my character, I was, um, I was a pilot. And so I had to, like, I wore a jumpsuit and all that kind of stuff. But, but, I had, I took my Vader with me and I put him in my pocket, right? And we were running around like, you know, got to save Princess Leia and you're watching all this other stuff, what kind of thing. And I kind of did this and I was like, oh no. I was like, Vader's gone. Oh no. And I was like freaking out. Oh my God, I've lost it. And I was so sad. And then I was, you're in this culmination bit where they do the, uh, the awards ceremony the medal ceremony and this guy who was standing I don't know 10 feet away from me held this figure up in the sky like this and I, I ran to him I was like where did you find that and he's like it was on the floor I was like that's mine and he's like here you go and I was like yeah and I just gave him a massive hug and I was like this is mine from when I was a kid and he's like well then you should take better care of it I was like I know I know and then I put him in my pocket again and I was like you're going to stay in there and you're going to stay in there all night long and I did the <laughs> did the button up and everything like like I was telling him off for like going like getting missing but I think it was like we were running away from stormtroopers and I think it just came out of my fell out of my pocket but now he's firmly behind the glass in the office not to go anywhere like he's he is now in carbonite <laughs> he's well he's well protected Vader yeah. now yeah, totally. He's not going anywhere, Vader. <laughs> that's, his, that's his new name, but... Get behind glass. Yeah, I feel kind of bad, but, you know, preserve and protect. Well, and thanks. I want to thank you guys so much for doing this because oh, it's been awesome. absolutely great. And I loved hearing about all your um, kind of nostalgic memories and stories from when you were younger. Um, we're and so I think... old. <laughs> <laughs> but the toys keep us young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what we've got to remember. And I think that's the, that's the best thing about it. And like the Vader story that you just told, it's kind of what they still mean to us today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks so much for having us on. It's been fun. Hey, thank you, guys. It's been much appreciated. And uh, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,
Hi guys, I just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And may the Force be with you. Thank you.